0: Three black kings giving our thoughts to society from politics, sports, music, and whatever subject fits the need. We ain't trying to make a grand, we ain't trying to make a band, we just want to know who's bands. I'm so happy to be here. Blessings on blessings on blasts. Taylor made life. Death Belkane.
1: Barack Welcome to the Whose Man's podcast.
2: What up there everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Who's Man's Podcast. I'm your host, Don aka Mr. Taylor Maid. In the middle with me I got my man's Conrad.
0: What's good, beautiful people? It's another week of Who's Man's Is This Podcast and I'm excited to talk to you. We got some good things coming your way. But we all know before we start, someone has something to tell y'all. I'm not gonna break and shine like last time, so go ahead, man your thing. Well, I don't have nothing this week. <laughs> so
3: <laughs> I mean, like, well, y'all ever had a cold hey. before? Like out of nowhere, you find all year you ain't never been sick all year, and then the devil just swoop in and like, nope, not today. You ain't go end your year on a good note, no. Okay, well, fine. Yeah, that happened to me so that's cool (laughs) it sucks have to be here. Hey, but i'm gonna pass it on we got a special guest this week my black brother on the podcast introduce yourself my brother
4: yo (laughs) my name is uh patrick i am a fifth and sixth grade um black ass teacher in uh dc you can follow me on all social media at president pat
3: Welcome. Hey, Welcome. also a fellow Welcome. Spartan. Hey, hey, go green.
2: Go white. Go white. Go go white. white. Hey, alright, so before we get into things, how was y'all weekend, fellas? What y'all been up to lately? Go ahead and kick us off, Pat. You are our guest. What you been up to oh, lately?
4: Oh, man, I've been eating. <laughs> 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 I've been right. eating. Like, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> I unfortunately didn't get a chance to uh, make it home to the D this, uh, this past uh I told my mama it's either Christmas or Thanksgiving, the way these paychecks are set up and the way that my spending (laughs) is set up. I'm either going to make a home Christmas or Thanksgiving. You pick which one, so she picked Christmas. Um, So I spent this Thanksgiving um, house hopping, went to a couple of my colleagues' houses. My students invited me over for some plates, so I went over to my students' houses to get some plates at, at their crib um and um i just been eating and chilling like that's what i've been doing what y'all been up to
2: hey was i the only one i imagine by like the end of the day you were just riding around like six right <laughs> <laughs> like Santa
3: Claus. Just collecting them. Man, when i was younger i was never like cool with my teachers I, I thought they weren't real like i thought they just stayed at. anybody else think that they stayed at school like you saw him in real life, and you like, on. yeah. People, well, who think the that. hell let you out? Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. I ain't had no. Well, I did have cool teachers. I love you, Miss Porter, but that's about it. Only her, my whole life. <laughs> Man, just one.
2: Damn. Dang. I would go back though. Somebody gonna listen? They gonna be hurt. I thought we were cool. Well, I forgot your name. I made you <laughs> too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just said I had a cold. All right, all right, Connor. How about you?
0: Um, it was a good week. Uh, I've been working nonstop, so I'm going on day eight tomorrow. Mm. Uh, straight working at the hospital, so I'm kind of like ready for this nice little three day weekend. But uh, it was a good Thanksgiving. Uh, after I got off at the hospital, uh, my girlfriend and I made ourselves a little Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, Cooked my first turkey. I was I was a little nervous, but it worked out. You know, uh, my mom at work is what I call her. She or she gave me a hookup of her recipe, so I did that. And, hey, you know, black like mamas don't know their recipes, so you know everything. <laughs> so I listened, I wrote it down, got the hookup, and it came out perfect. So it was chill. Um, also celebrated my girlfriend's birthday. Took her out. Hey. Um, wow. So it, was a, it was a nice, it was a nice week. Yeah, so I'm just ready to relax this weekend. Did you think the turkey making was easy? Sorry, say that again?
4: Making the turkey, was that easy to
0: you? It actually, it, it actually was. I was just freaking out because, so everyone tells me like the, the worst thing you can do with a turkey, of course, is if you overcook it and it comes out dry as hell. So the whole time I'm making, man, if I get this, if I take out this turkey and it's like the Sahara Desert, I'm going to be. Yes, I'm gonna be so mad if <laughs> it not right. yeah. <laughs> And man, so uh, like I like marinated it for like two days, and then uh, I went and bought these like turkey bags. You just put your whole turkey oh, in there, yeah. and it's like a plastic bag. And uh, said that boy, I went to work, came back for lunch, and I put it in at like three, and like just slow cooked it. So about like seven thirty, it was good. So. It wasn't bad. I was just freaking out because I didn't want to – it was like a 15-pound turkey. So I didn't want to, like, waste that. Yeah. But it was good. But, yeah. What about you, Be shot Hey, I was in uh, Dallas
3: all last week with my, um, my girlfriend. And we had her family there. And then I flew in, my mom and sister and my schnook, my nephew. And uh, it went well. There were no fights. There were no like, you know, everybody ate the food. <laughs> Me and my girl we're still together, all right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank thank God for that. And then um I stayed there through the weekend and uh yeah, it was a good time. It was a really good time. Uh what about you, Ron? That's what's up. It's a shame you was in my city, and I
2: actually left like pretty much the same time you were getting here. I was heading. And I wasn't gonna bring that up. On back up, to but just...
3: since we there, <laughs> let's just go ahead and turn down that road. Like why? Why you don't mess with me no more? I mean, look, I didn't plan it. That's just the way it happened, man. <laughs> You'll be back.
2: I'll see you in a few weeks. But I went back to Detroit to see the family for Thanksgiving. Got a chance to kick it at my cousin's crib. Everyone came through. We had some real good food, potluck style. All the good food was there, man. I ate real good that night. Basically, I had to just sit through, sit through that coma for the rest of that night, call it a day, and then for the rest of the weekend, got to see some friends, got to see some family, just take in a little bit of the city. I always try to just look at it a little bit when I'm there because I just feel like it looks a little bit different every time. So the city just keeps on changing. But other than that, it was pretty good. Welcome back to reality, right? After
3: that long weekend, right? Man, <laughs> pulling up to work on Monday was like, man. So Ron, after our podcast <laughs> last week, you still went and did a potluck. How how is that different from <laughs> a family potluck? It's way
2: different
0: than an office That's potluck. True. Family
2: potlucks are you know the people who's pulling up.
0: You got to. So did, we did, did you have any new folks come in, and you were like, "What you bring?" <laughs>
2: Man, new folks were, like, people I'm related to. It was like, my cousins, I'm like, wait, when did this little kid get here? Oh, wait, this is not the baby. <laughs> Boy, he I'm about like, man, I've been going too long. <laughs> <laughs> little cousin's done growing up looking like exactly. new people. I'm like, man, that's how it be when you don't live around them no anymore. <laughs> they change so quick. Like, new people. You be them. looking at them like,
3: you sure we related? Like, who are you?
2: <laughs> How'd you get here? Okay. <laughs> I need everyone to be holding make baby picture so I can compare it to the last time I saw you. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and get down to business. We got some people we need to call out tonight. So I'm gonna start us off real quick because I got someone. Some people that are like close to my middle school, high school heart, like this I used to listen to back in the day. They decided to come back for some reason and reignite their beef. Y'all hear about this camera and make stuff going on over the weekend? Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll break it down for you. So Cameron and Mace been beefing, like I said, since back in early 2000s, maybe even later, earlier than that. And I don't even really know why the beef started. That's like as long as I've known those two people, they just haven't liked each other. So, of course, not one of their careers have been doing much these days. So you know we haven't really heard much from them. But then out of nowhere, on Black Friday, Mace dropped this fire ass diss against Cameron. I, like called the Oracle out of nowhere. No one saw it coming. No one was checking for it. No one was it. checking for it. I don't even know how I found it, actually. That's the key <laughs> like, point. No one was searching for new,
3: new Mace music. You know it's one person, like Rodney so, out there, was like, damn, Mace, when you gonna bless us? He was like, hold on, Rodney. I got you. <laughs> Push that plate to the side. Here you go. Just one. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> and he found it and he let the rest of us know because that diss track, I don't know if y'all heard it, it was actually pretty dope. And Cameron tried to respond with another one. I think I forgot the name of it because it actually wasn't even that great. I listened to it like once. So I wouldn't even say it was worth it. <clears throat> I mean, now, the crazy thing is that this happened on Friday, Black Friday. And by Sunday, they were on Instagram, quote unquote, making up. So, you know, they saying, oh, you still my brother. This was fun and all that. Fine, beef over. Wake up on Monday. Right after this, four days later from when it all started, Mace is right back uh, talking with DJ Pump Flex on Instagram, talking about, nah, we ain't cool. I won this. I am the <laughs> a unanimous victory in all this. And he needs to bow down or whatever he was.
3: He That's just like a weekend Christian.
2: Mace has got to be a, so delusional for think he could just come back at this point and try to claim that he's victorious on this beef. Man,
3: Mace probably... <laughs> and I'm mad that he tried to make up with well. Mace probably went to church on Sunday and was like you right, Lord. That ain't right. I shouldn't be doing that. He went home, probably watched a few episodes of The Wire because he ain't finished it either. And he was like, "No, forget that. Wait till I wake up in the morning." And then was back at it. <laughs> <laughs> and none of us was with him. Did I ever tell you guys yeah, about the time where Mace called me a little devil? What? Wait, what? <laughs> All right, so we're
2: wait, like you me- personally? Well,
3: my group. So look, this was back. I feel like the whole theme right now is, like, 6th and 7th grade. But when I was back, a young buck, and Mace was going through his I'm not a rapper no more, I'm a preacher phase. Uh, I forget his name. Was it Pastor Beffa or something? Something like that. But Yeah, something like that. Uh, <laughs> Mace was going on, like, a tour of the country and preaching to, like, different youth, youth groups. So he came to Detroit, and he preached at Cobo Hall. So our youth group at the time, it was like on a school night, like maybe a, a, a Tuesday. and But we all got together, got a bus, and all traveled down to Cobo, which is like our convention center in Detroit. And mind you, it's a school night. The service started at like 5 o'clock. It's 8 o'clock at this point. Mace ain't nowhere to be seen. Okay? So my like youth pastors are like, well, these kids got to go to school. They got to go home. So Mace jumps on at about 9 o'clock, and he's just going and going and going. By, like, 10 o'clock, my youth pastor's like, hey, y'all, we got to go. Okay, so just be quiet, but, like, try to exit through the back. So we make it, like, halfway, and Mace just shouts out, hey, don't worry about them little devils in the back. That's just the devil trying to divert your attention and we looked, like, we said, well, first of all, <laughs> we're from Detroit, so what you don't know want to do is <laughs> is that. But man, I ain't never seen it from Mace after that. I was like, Mace can go to hell for all I care, call me a little devil, Took that shit personal. <laughs> that, that come, I see, I see. You lucky you wasn't in this diss track. <laughs> I was all tired at school the next day and pissed off, but yeah. So Mace and I got beef too, but my track ain't coming out to next Thanksgiving. I, have, I need time to write it. All right. We're going to wait for <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> but, you know, one thing that gets me about this whole thing is why are two 40 plus year old men beefing and, and closing beefs on Instagram? Like, why Why is this the new way for everyone to handle all of their business right here in Instagram comments?
4: Because they're trying because to get some money away.
3: It. True. It's true. Ch- Ch- Charlemagne time. called it adult contemporary hip hop. <laughs> he was like, "You need." To... <laughs> he was like, "I don't know why these adult contemporary hip hop people feel the need to do this, but I'm not about to sit through it." I was like, "You know what, Charlemagne? You're right. <laughs> None of us should have to deal with this right now." Right, right, man.
2: So that's my who's man. So I think Pat, you got something you wanted to bring
4: up for us, right? <laughs> I just got two uh, quick ones, if that's all right. Oh, that's definitely all right. (laughs) So my first one, um, I got, so I'm at a new school this year, and I got a call from, or a text from um, one of my teachers from a previous school that I worked at, and they texted me like, hey, like, how you doing? And I'm like, oh, wow, like, it's so nice to be remembered. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you move on from one particular place and somebody contacted you, and they're like, hey, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, that feels good to me. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, you know, like, are you free, um, you know, tomorrow at around 7? I'm like, oh, wow. Like, not only is it nice to be remembered, but you're trying to, like, reconnect and talk teacher <laughs> shit and, like, you know, all this nerdy <laughs> stuff. Like, I'm down. I'm here for it. And then she like sends me this like really generic, like copied and pasted message where she's like, I'm having some friends at my house tomorrow because I want to talk to you about something. And if you're free, I you know, it'll be nice to have you there. And, and I'm like, eh, okay. Um, like talking to you about <laughs> something. So I'm like, okay, well what is it about? What is it yeah. about? Like I thought it was just us. She's like <laughs> She said, she says, it's too much to text, but I'll see you tomorrow. And I was just like, um, okay. So then, um, I contacted a friend who worked at the same school and, um, and he, I was like, well, what's going on with such and such? Like, you, you know, like, like what she got going on. And he told me like, I don't know, but I, I, I got the same generic ass message. And I was like, okay, it was literally the same message. Like she copied and pasted. So then I like, you know, do what millennials do. I like stalk her, you know, Twitter and Instagram and stuff. And I end up seeing like make five hundred dollars now if you if you swipe up. <laughs> and I'm like, Wait, what? <laughs> the Wait a hand? minute. <laughs> so I swipe up. And it's, like, one of these network marketing get-rich-quick, get like, scams. And I'm, like, niggas are still doing this in 2017. Like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? So, I first of all, I never went. But I'm, like, why are niggas still investing shit. their money in this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, niggas is broke, a.k.a. me. Like, I understand teaching is bad, and, like, we don't get paid the best, but get rich quick, it, it doesn't work. No. And so, for me, like, I've already failed for this twice. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> back in college, when times was really rough, and I thought I was going to get rich quick. I didn't. I didn't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, so, I ended up losing money back in college. And I'm, you know, oh. I'm 24 now. I'm a little wiser. And so for me, I'm just like, I'm not even going to do it again. But I just want to call out any and everybody who thinks that it's possible to get rich (laughs) off of network marketing long term. It's not possible, y'all. It's not possible. It's not possible. So I want to call out everybody who is doing (laughs) network marketing to just go ahead and quit it.
3: I'm just mad she played with your Please. emotions Yo, like
4: that. Patrick, <laughs> right? Talking right. talk about some hey, how you doing? Like, don't ask me how I'm doing when well, you know you just trying to take my money. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, god, <no. laughs> Patrick was all feeling special, like,
3: oh my god, I made a difference, and they think about me. <laughs> she want to connect with me. They probably gonna give me an award, <laughs> right? <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> she like, hey. If you buy Man. these magical pills, you'll lose 18 pounds and get rich. Come on. <laughs> Man, Man, I hate those
0: things. Yo, so Patrick, I can uh, attest to that because when I was a state, um, Amway was becoming a big thing uh, around campus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and remember like you tried to talk everyone <laughs> was doing that. Yeah, I did. I did. I was one of those people. But then the thing that like drew me away from it was... As much as they say it's not a pyramid scheme or it's not a quick fix, but when they're like trying to train you to do this stuff, it is a quick fix. It's like they give you this generic ass the um generic ass um uh, script yeah. and they sit you down and like, hey, just go on Facebook and message a hundred of your friends. It doesn't matter if you've not talked to them, just say say just say this to them. So I'm like, Alright, so I keep doing this and I'm like, you know what? This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen because one, just like Pat said, you're talking to some person. You just sent a you just sent a, a message to someone you haven't seen or talked to in like five years, and you're like, "Hey man, um, how you doing? I know we haven't talked in so like a long ass time, basically, and I was just wondering if you had time to talk." Like, what? Like <laughs> if I got that message and I talked to someone right in and I was like, and, and that was a message, and I haven't talked to you in so, long, I'm gonna be suspect like. Oh boy, uh, I haven't talked to you in a minute So what you want And then you go into this generic <laughs> ass breakdown Of like, hey, like, so what would you like to do Like as if you've never talked to them before And it was like no Genuine conversation With those things And I that's the only thing I disagree with So I, I dropped it and it was really funny Richmond is like one of the big um, Areas for Amway And uh, So I made some friends And one of the guys got into it and he he like we're cool but he, we had never talked about like networking or any of that stuff until randomly he hits me up and he with this like, Hey, you know, I got this um, I'm working with these people, they work with like Nike and Under Armour and all these sports um, <laughs> brands and you know they're looking for my help, I'm not sure if it's gonna work and but I'm just um, they're asking me to ask people who are who like to like, you know, who are interested. So I was like at first, I was like, "Oh, this is cool sports." Like, you know, I thought this was just like because he's like a he does a lot of like photo shoots and all this stuff. So I was like, "Oh, okay, let me, uh, let me get on this. I don't mind rocking some Nike, take a picture of me running or something. I can do that." Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, "Oh, that's dope!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I said, "So what's so like, you know, what what's going on? Who do I have to like talk to or whatever?" He's like, "Oh." You know, my mentor is going to contact you and then we can set up a meeting. As soon as he said that, I was like, Amway. Right <laughs> off the bat. And so, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> right off the bat. And then I get a call and it's like, hey, Conrad, you know, I've, I got this. Uh, I was got your number from this guy. And, then, you know, they said you're you know willing to interested in talking about this and making some money. I can't guarantee you all that you make money right away. But this is a process it's blah, blah, blah. If you guys just give me a call back, didn't give him a call back. Got another message, and he was like, "Yo, like you know, you got time to face." And <laughs> my friends like, "You got some time to FaceTime?" Blah, blah, blah I was like, no. "Hey, you know what, man? Like, I know what this is. Like, I know it's Amway. Like, you don't have to do this whole like sk- like script you're talking about. It's cool if you want to do that. You can do that, but it's not for me. Um, if you get some free samples though, slide them my way. right, <laughs> I'm, <like, "Yeah." laughs> that, oh, I'm cool. Like." It's just like, yeah, I agree with you. Like, it's, There's no genuine like networking. It's too much of a script right. for yeah. everyone. And not everyone not everyone works that way. You can't just jump onto someone from you haven't talked to in years and expect them to like drop 50, 50 bucks to start a package, 100 bucks to drop a package, and then join your team and then do all that stuff. But And, and
4: you're not really investing in anything because you need to spend money in order for the business to grow. So it's like... The key is to make money in your sleep, and like that's not really possible if you're not really using any, your if you're not really putting forth a product to do so, like a product that you're passionate about.
3: Right. So. I hate how they be like getting mad too when you say no, and then they be like sub, oh. sub like, <laughs> people online. Like, well, if people don't want to get rich, I can't help it. I can't help them, and I would be like, uh, I asked for your help. Uh, you guys want to work for somebody for the rest of your life? Oh my god, y'all yeah, so uh. I'd be like, if you don't take your <laughs> pill selling generic ass away from me, like I didn't right, ask for right, any of this, right. okay? <laughs> Damn, oh, that's hilarious. So Bro,
4: I got? got one more Sorry. though, if I can just get yeah, this What out. else you got for us? <sighs> Um. I thought twice about this, but I'm just going to do it anyway because I think it's important. So, I want to um, just kind of call out um, and someone who I work with. Um, this person is trying to start a fraternity in my school
3: Wait. currently. <laughs> Excuse me?
4: <laughs> Wait,
3: what? Trying to
4: start a fraternity in my school with, um, you know, our students. And it's <laughs> and in the end, it sounds like a, like a, like like what harm can it do, right? Because mm-hmm. there are mentoring groups everywhere, right? You know, like every school, everybody wants to wants to do a mentoring thing. So it's just like, but but you want to call it a fraternity? Okay, you you know whatever. You know, I am a member of a fraternity, so I saw it potentially as harmless. And so I was just like, you know, whatever. Um, But then on Monday, um, some of my students who are, who have applied and made it past the application process, um, they came to me um, and there were two things that were wrong. The first is that they had, so they have to wear ties every day. But for some reason, they were neckties. And their neckties were tied as bow ties. Mm -hmm. Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) wait.
0: (laughs) Say that again? (laughs) How is that even possible? (laughs) Their
4: neckties were tied as bow ties. So for anybody who is, you know. So for all the men out there, right, you know, like when you got a long ass necktie on, you try to tie it as a bow tie, you like you got a damn bow tie that's from your shoulder to your other shoulder, right? (laughs) So so I'm looking at them like, okay, what's going on here? And, and, you know, one of my students tells me, like, I can't talk to such and such. I can't talk to, you know, I can only talk to one other person that's in the class who's, you know, I guess allegedly online. You know what I'm saying? What? So, I was like, "What do you mean you can't talk to him?" He he he, he was like, "Well, you know, I can't get more than three in, infractions and da, da 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 da." He's saying like he just can't talk to certain people, and I immediately was just like so pissed off because yeah. I'm I'm just like, "Are you low key like, you know?" I don't, I I, I hate to say that H word hazing these kids, you know what I'm saying? Or, or, or like (laughs) putting them like through this imaginary process that is not in any way, (laughs) shape or form, like relevant and or helpful to their development and character building as young men in 2017, Trump America. You know what I'm saying? Like, in our school, it's, like, so small. Like, my class only has 10 kids in it, right? So, for you to only have to, like, talk to, like, one other person in the class, like, really isolates you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I have no idea what what the hell you are trying to do or trying to accomplish (laughs) by telling my kids that they can't talk to certain people in the class or they can only talk to one other person and you have them walking around with neckties as <laughs> bow ties and I'll just be clear he's not in my fraternity
0: oh. you know what I'm saying
4: well. so at the end of the day I'm just I'm just saying you know what I'm saying we gotta be careful of like kids are so impressionable because they really trust adults yeah. you know what I'm saying they really trust us and like the fact that he like has my kids walking around here like trying to almost creating this like elitist group yeah. in like such a small school community is like really pissing me the fuck off. So How I, old um, are they? I think so um, this is elementary school. So um, the um, these are f- third, fourth, and fifth graders who are allowed to um, be in the
0: fraternity. Hold on, hold on. Oh my God. I just can't get over the whole bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> i you know like,
4: I don't even want them to <laughs> like to feel like as men that you can actually tie a necktie as a bow tie because you fucking can, like, <laughs> you fucking right, can. I'm not
2: that's not something people do.
4: So well, now I feel like I have old. to tell them. Yeah. Like, nah, bro. like, 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 this is not a universal ass tie, this is a tie, a necktie that hangs from your fucking neck, and it goes vertically, a bow tie is horizontal, it's a lot smaller, like, I feel like I, I have to reteach that now, because I have a colleague <laughs> in my building... <laughs> Who's who's having obviously having some PTSD or something like that, (laughs) having some issues and he's trying to take it out on my cute you know That is what it
0: sounds like. I mean Wait, does this does this does this dude wear his bow ties like that or neckties like that?
4: Bro, I've never seen him in a bow tie a day in my life.
3: Or like, is he doing okay. that so that they are like easily? He's doing that recognized. so they stand out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's doing
4: that so 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 they stand out, which is like problematic as fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like this is a very small school, so like trying to create this like elitist group where like you know like it just makes no fucking sense. Like there are so many clubs that we can do to like engage young men. Comic book clubs, virtual reality, um, television writing, drawing, nature, fucking (laughs) animals, bugs, you know what I'm saying? Like, kids want to be involved in stuff like that. And there is already, like, so many mentoring things. There are already established mentoring programs by fraternities they that that you could definitely adopt and bring it to the school each fraternity has some sort of mentoring program so the mm-hmm. fact that you want to create your own and then do this stuff where you're like separating kids and then have them walking around with these clown ties on, to me, really makes no sense. <laughs> it really makes no sense, and so I'm gonna have to save my babies tomorrow. I think, you know, I've <laughs> I've dealt with it for three days now. It's been <laughs> happening since Monday. I'm gonna have to go and save them tomorrow. It's it, this is
3: just too much.
4: First so like, of all.
3: is there is there any? There's no like girls allowed either. Sounds like it's only boys.
4: Yeah. So I teach at an all boys school.
3: Okay. All right. Well, you yeah, help them out. Cause... Patrick's
0: going to go in there. He sees some bow ties. He's going to be snatching them, boys.
3: Patrick <laughs> going to be able to do his local teacher. Hey, come here. Let me show
0: you. <laughs> like, that's scary.
3: To hey, me. you to Local teacher screamed, not on my watch, as he snatched not... his <laughs> bow ties off. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <next>? I am.
2: <laughs> yeah, I look.
3: <laughs> tell your boy to come see me <laughs> you
2: be real mad when you pull up on Thursday <laughs> and they in your strolling <laughs> you, to class.
4: <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> saying like like this just makes no sense and like all fraternities are like non-hazing but this is like clearly suspect behavior for hazing you know what I'm saying like I don't know I, I can't tell people what to do so
3: yeah you can tell to we can help them, I know. help them. Be <laughs> right, I can't tell them what to do,
4: but shit, when you like, I do not let, I do not allow people to fuck with my kids. So it's like you can be fucked up in a corner by yourself, but do not fuck with my kids. So I right. will have to go and uh, handle that tomorrow, y'all. I'm gonna handle it. <laughs> we support you. Handle we support I'll you. report back to the uh, to the podcast. And
0: yeah, we we go, we gonna make sure we're gonna tweet you on uh, Twitter and be like, hey. President Pat, hey, but slow down! You get rid of them neck.
3: <laughs> Before you do it, can you sneak, sneak a few pictures? Because I just want to see what the bow ties look like, <laughs> like selfishly. <laughs> I just <laughs> want to see, <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, how? It is like a
4: necktie tie as a bow tie, <laughs> I'm screaming. You know
0: what? I, you know what I? You know what I picture? You know those those big plants people used to bring as a gift, and they tied that big ass bow around it. Yes. Like, like three, yes. Like, yes. Like, that's what I picture. Like <laughs> this little little boy <laughs> with his big ass tie making his head look extra small. That's extra like small. <laughs> extra and now small. he has to walk around walk around and say like, you know, I'm elite because I have this bow tie. And everyone else is looking at him like, no.
3: like, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised nobody marmaled <laughs> that came up there like, Who the hell is embarrassing my son? Okay. <laughs> Who thought this was a good idea? You know
4: what I, th- well, shit, it's it's only Wednesday,
0: so it's gonna be lit. <laughs> gonna That's back on, might beat tomorrow. you to it. <laughs> gonna come back to a strike in the middle of school tomorrow. <laughs> right, right, right. Man. Oh man. Uh.
2: All right. Well, I think with that we could go ahead and move into the next section of the podcast. So this is our drink to that, where we go ahead and send out shout outs or show some love to anyone out there who's doing something dope. So Conrad, you want to start us off?
0: Yeah, I got a two drink to that. So all kind of tied in together. Uh, it's a special drink to that to the strong, beautiful, powerful people of Zimbabwe. Um, if you've been following it on the news lately. Um, Yeah, well, now ex-president Robert Mugabe, uh, he was, he kind of liberated them from, um, from all the, um, as they would say, the white power, the European power that came into that country and the colonization, Um, but he, you know, he got in there to, like, brought the country back to what it was and then he stayed a little too long Mm. and too long for 37 years in power Mm. um and that's older to think (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like and so the power got to him and you know some people look at him as a hero for what he did for bringing independence to the country and then some people just don't care for him because ever since after that like the country was going on downhill and even when he lost his presidency, he was like, No, I didn't lose, I'm staying. You can share you can share it. Like <laughs> share. like like, like, like no nah, This is great. our presidency. No one's gonna take me <laughs> off of my seat. Yeah, like um, uh so it was really awesome to see that the people, primarily the the military of that country was like, enough is enough. And they, like, took over this, uh, the country and were, like, you know, basically saying, like, you need to step down. Because you're not helping this country out. Um, at some point, like, their currency, I think they had, like, a $1 million note at one point. Because um, that's how bad their, like, currency or money was. Mm-hmm. Like, economically, they were on a downfall. You hear that a lot in African countries, like these presidents that save their country from a dictator. For instance, like my country of Uganda, Idi Amin was there, and then Museveni, the current president, has been there since the 50s, and he's changing the constitution and wanting to stay longer. So it's very empowering to see these people like say enough is enough and stopping someone. And it was also kind of cool for him to like finally say, you know what, all right, people have spoken... I don't know why all of a sudden after 37 years he wants to listen now but he listened. Like and he probably stepped down so it's really cool. <laughs> I mean he's 93 years old. Ooh, At what man. point like what are you doing? Like yeah, like what are you He probably forgot like he was
3: president, like, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's not funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. Uh, so I'm excited to see what the new chapter for the country of Zimbabwe. I'm happy for my friends. We got Patrick and I have a really close friend, Yasha. She's from there and was really happy to see her excitement and some other family friends that are, um, from that country. So shout out to them and drink to them. And also a quick drink to that to, uh, I'm going to mess up his name, but Don Cheadle Jr. Um, he, uh, Yeah, he's a junior, from what I saw. Um, But, so he's a, a lot of people know him as an American actor, pretty famous, really good actor. He tends to do a lot of uh, African movies. Uh, His most, like, famous one, at least, that I know of is The Hotel Rwanda. But, so he got contacted because, of course, they're going to do a movie about this whole Mugabe thing. And it's supposed to be released in 2019. But... So apparently an African uh, director called him and he was like hey you know we want you to to play the role of Mugabe in this movie and uh, like you know we don't want you to play it as an African American you we want, we want you to play it as an African and I thought it was very respectful of him and admirable of him to kind of turn that down. He was like, no you know I'm okay I'll pass on that like you guys have, Amazing, brilliant African actors that are trying to make it to the next level. You need to use those people to, to act like the people, like your people there, your people, use them. You know, there's no reason for you to start hiring foreigners to come and play a role in your country. Not And then fake an accent when you have actual people who speak like you, act like you, do everything that the country represents. You need to start hiring them. So he got a lot of praise for that, and I respect for that, and it's the truth. And We see that every day in the entertainment world, mm-hmm. a.k.a. whitewashing, all this stuff, you know, hiring these people who don't look like the people of the movie they're depicting. And it was really cool for, one, a Western westernized man, an American, saying, like, you know, I'm good. He could have taken that role. He could have taken that money and been like, you know, I'm just trying to pocket this money and be continue to have my role as this, you know, African-American man who's acting as an African. Um, so, drink to him, drink to that. You know, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. That was pretty dope. Alright, Shock.
3: I... Can you say you want to show some love to the uh, Grammys? Yeah, so, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but the Grammys are like my Super Bowl ever since I was young. <laughs> I wait up, or I get up early in the morning to see the nominations. I study the whole ass list, and if you think the Grammys are just what you see on TV, there's literally like 115 different categories from every aspect of music, and I just think it's really dope because I love music, um, and when the Grammys come on TV, I'm front and center because I want to know who won, one, I want to know who won at the uh, before the show even comes on. Because, let's be honest, that's usually when they put our people on, or the hip-hop categories, R&B categories. So I like to watch out for that. And then I like to watch the main show, even though, you know, the older I get, just like every other award show, it often disappoints. But we're not going to go down that route. I'm just going to say congratulations to everybody who was nominated. Um, There's a few firsts this year, or not first, but it's been a long time since this has happened. One is there is no white male in the album of the year category. God is good. All right. Come on. Praise him. Yeah. Is it?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so you got uh, Lord who was nominated for her most recent album. So, you know, white people, don't worry. You still got somebody. Uh, you got Bruno <clears> Mars, <throat> who was nominated. You got Sean Carter, who came in uh, following after his wife. You got uh, Childish Gambino. Okay, and then, and then you got you have Kendrick Lamar and the cool thing about Kendrick Lamar much like uh, I think Kanye also has this, um, this record under his belt and I think there's one other hip hop artist but every studio album by Kendrick Lamar has been nominated for album of the year and there are not many people of any genre who can say that so um, we'll just stop there for a minute what do you guys think about the Album of the Year nominees? Any surprises or any people you thought or wanted to see there that are not?
2: Even though he didn't release anything, I would have liked to have seen Kanye get nominated for like okay. maybe graduation again. <laughs> uh, like That wouldn't hurt. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sit
1: down. Thank you.
0: Anybody else?
2: <laughs>
0: Anyways. Um... No, I'm not really surprised. I mean, I think those names are what we heard for the all of 2017. I mean, Bruno Mars is on the radio, like, 24-7. Like, every station you switch, you hear the same song. Or it's like a, a Twilight Zone where Bruno Mars takes over the radio every time he has a song out. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't a surprise that he was on there. As well as, of course, Jay-Z and Kendrick. Can't speak too much on, um, uh, Lord, because I I don't really listen to her music, but she has a fan out. She has a fan base, so she, she's out there. Sure, somebody likes her. Someone likes her, so she's. There. Would you say that the Bruno
4: Mars is like, in terms of performance and Uh-oh. icon and music, thing, <laughs> that he's like the male Beyonce?
3: Huh. Hmm.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. What is the bill? Be- oh, what is male Beyonce that. mean? I... Male Beyonce <laughs> meaning like he puts on like like you know he has he's very successful with nearly everything he puts out. Um, he's very iconic.
3: Um, in terms of musically, musically, pop, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I could definitely see that. There was like a debate today because someone said, uh, like, could Bruno be the next Michael Jackson? All right. That's happened a no, lot. Well, I think that's a little bit too far. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like it's the same thing. Like, Bruno yeah. is definitely just like Beyonce. One of those people who you want to, you want to like push them into that stratosphere. But you don't quite know if they're there yet. But I do think Bruno is very talented. Yeah, I would say yeah were there any people that weren't nominated that you guys wanted to nominate for album of the year
2: well actually I'm going to say real quick I was pleasantly surprised that Gambino got nominated because personally I love that album and I know a couple of people who did but I did not think it was like that critically
3: loved but so I was happy to see that one pop up on there Yeah, I definitely I definitely think Donald Glover was helped by the fact that this year he dominated everywhere from TV to movie to music. So it's almost like and I'm no disrespect to him because I love that album as well. And I think it's it should be nominated. But I do think some of that is like, hey, he's very, very hot at the moment. Let's make sure he's at our award show. But rightfully so. I'm, I'm. He's putting out great content, so I'm happy. Some of the people who I thought maybe should have been nominated there, I was surprised that like, uh, SZA didn't. Even though she is the most nominated woman this year, she did not get like an album of the year nomination. Uh, I, yeah, right. She had like a lot of buzz. Um, it's still cool that she got five nominations, but I thought she would get Album of the Year. And then J.
0: Cole.
3: Do you think, do you... Sorry, go ahead. Nah, not J. Cole. Okay, moving right along from J. Cole. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that album was trash. That album was hot garbage. You don't deserve no nominations. Okay, what about uh... <laughs> Whoa, you don't represent for your rock Nation family, I see, but, uh... <laughs> Hey,
2: look, I speak to her quality music. If it ain't quality, I ain't gonna rap for it. <laughs> Another surprise, if. Hey
0: Brian, what oh, about, go ahead. Sorry. Hey, Brian, what do you think of uh, her? That's who I was gonna say. Yeah. You think she should? She was also uh, right up there with uh, SZA.
3: And I didn't. I may have missed it, but I didn't see any nominations for her. And I think she's phenomenal. But... that. For,
2: for anyone who doesn't know, her is actually oh, yeah. the name of the artist
3: H.E.E.R. H-M. <laughs> we talked about her last week. If y'all not listening, y'all keep up. Swag. <laughs> oh my god! Listen to her. She got a few EPs well, out. Now... Oh, they're so good. They are really good. Yeah, man. look around. She's dope. Um, the... I
0: think if you, hey Patrick, I think if you like SZA, you like her.
3: She's so dope. I want her to, like, blow up for real. The only white male that I would not have been surprised about in album of the year, or really any of the other major categories, was Ed Sheeran. And I was really surprised that he didn't get not one big nomination. I mean, he had one of the biggest songs of the year. He had one of the biggest opening weeks of the year with his album, um, it was a pretty good album. Uh, I mean, white men have been nominated for worst, and white women. Uh, so I was just surprised he wasn't in there. That was one person I was looking for. Any songs maybe that you guys thought would have been nominated that weren't?
0: Yeah, I'll be really honest with y'all right now. I don't follow the Grammys like that.
3: All right, Kyra. So you think don't fucking <laughs> know I think I, did
0: did I, did feel it. Like, I feel like I really, I feel like we're really disappointing you, Brian, right now because you, I can't feel the excitement in you.
3: I am so excited. <laughs> I want to,
0: like, I really want to, like, be that excited about it. But I don't know. I don't. I just hope it's a good uh, award show because, like you said, these award shows like leave it being kind of eh. Yeah. So maybe this a turnaround.
3: All right, well, fine. We can move along. I'll just drink to that by myself, okay? (laughs) I'll be happy over here. Swag you out, Party B two for your nominations, and let's move on. You know. (laughs) Oh, Ron. The other thing I want to drink to was um, Avengers. Oh shit! Wait yeah you just take that back
2: once again yeah. you stole it from I me mean, we just talked about this swipe topic. swipe it. Uh, I forgot. <laughs> so yeah real quick <laughs> that avengers infinity war trailer dropped today and if you haven't seen it that must mean you just didn't get on the internet today because it has been all over the place like I, I can't remember like you would think the movie dropped the way i've just been seeing memes pop up crossovers people just been uh making animated stuff about it. I'm like, dang, the trailer been out for like 12 hours and it's hard to completely take over my timeline. And the movie looks dope. Are y'all thinking y'all gonna check
0: it out? Definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, after you talked yeah. about...
2: Yeah, definitely. I checked that out, too. That wasn't bad. I think for Justice, but I feel like when i you got... just come, Go ahead. Oh, so you got like a DC movie compared to a Marvel movie. It's crazy how the DC movie didn't create as much buzz as the Marvel
3: trailer. Right. Been. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> Somebody said, actually it was Charlemagne again, he said, hey DC, y'all might as well get rid of every movie you got coming out. Just keep Wonder Woman because you'll never ever compete with Marvel. And I'm like, that's kinda true. Like, Marvel releases a poster and it takes up more more press than your whole movie coming out. You know they pissed over <laughs> there too. I would be pissed. You, you, you yeah. got Superman and Batman. At like, and yo, people. want my fucking Superman? Well fuck y'all. <laughs> Don't even know the Guardians in <laughs> the Galaxy. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> <They were> pissed. <laughs> Uh, I'm just waiting for Black Panther. Though. All right,
2: what about you, Pat? You got? Oh yeah, Black Panther is about to be lit. Can, that's gonna be one that's going be like that. Can
3: minute. we do a live podcast? I know, start counting down the days. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know it's gonna be some good people at the show. We can do our podcast one day. Like, oh shit! We live in The <laughs> Black Panther. <laughs> well, I think we can do it. <laughs> no,
2: man, that'd be crazy. All
4: right, so you got one, two, four, right back. that. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm just going to cheers, obviously, to um, my students and every uh, black student in America right now who is kicking ass in, in the classroom despite, you know, budget cuts to education, despite education not. Being a priority in the 2016 election or any election in that matter, <laughs> um, um, despite you know our country never putting education first, our students are still um, excelling academically, um, socially, making phenomenal gains, and, and so I'm always going to use every platform that I'm on to just shout out the. Amazing work that our students of color who are historically marginalized are continuously doing, um, despite having a president who cannot spell um, in 140 characters or less. And I, you
1: know, just beep, beep, beep. Love it.
2: All right, so while we're talking about students, that's actually just a really good transition to move into our topic for tonight. So I'm just going to move it straight into what are our thoughts, and I'm going to pass over to Kyra to kick us off as we move into it.
0: Yeah, so um, our topic, what's on our mind uh, this week kind of stems off of the past, I want to say, couple of months, uh, past couple of years past couple, uh, lifetime of this stuff going on, um, but just 2017, it seems like the year of everything kind of hyping up, which is a good thing. Um, so, as we've been seeing all the sexual harassment scandals and, um, you know, men being brought to the f- forefront that have been hiding behind these shadows and thinking because they're men and powerful, they can hide, but now um, the light is in the darkness and it's finally coming out so since we are three men on this podcast I think it's the best one of the ways that we're trying to like have this discussion about these uh, situations is basically saying what can we do as men to improve and to you know we can say learn from these mistakes but these mistakes have been happening so what necessarily is like, what can we do as men to teach one, our younger generation to do better than what ugh, the generations before us, what our current generation is doing? Um, so that these acts of like horrendous and like, I just don't like these acts on women need to stop. Just simple as that. We don't, we can't even like, there's no point of beating around the bushes. Um, so to start us off a little bit, just a quick question just to get us thinking about the minds of men and the mind and since we don't have a woman on a podcast today but just to think of what what do we do as men preparing to go out for a night now we can try to be all proper and stuff but a lot of times most guys especially if you're single you go out whether it's you can, you can depict it as, I'm going out with my boys or I'm going out with my boys, and at some point, I hope I find a cute girl and talk to her, blah, 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 Whether they end up hooking up or not, that's, you no, know, that's your intent. But, uh, the question is, like, what do you guys, what do you guys do to prepare when you're going out? Um, whether it's, um, just a generalization of what you think guys do, and, um, if that guy is preparing to have, hopefully to, like, get lucky and you know hook up what is he's what are his things to prepare for that um just to think about that i don't know what if you guys have anything to say about that or who wants to take that first um but maybe i'll pass it out to our guest
4: yeah i don't think that we um i know for me personally i don't think i put a lot of thought into going out i just kind of put on clothes and go out um I think as men, we we don't have to think about the what ifs. Um, what if this might happen, or um, kind of what if what if I'm put in a situation um, that might make me feel uncomfortable? We we don't have to think about those situations nearly as often as women do, um, and, and so for us preparing to go out, it's just. Pre gaming at the crib with our friends, and then we just go out, and whatever happens happens, whether we get lucky or not. Um, um, uh, we we just kind of go out. From my personal view, what do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I gotta say I pretty much agree fully with that. Like, if I'm going out, well, I think about like when I was single and I was going out by myself. I was just like, am I wearing something that I feel good in? Do I got the money for the night? Is my phone charged? All right, we out. And like you say, whatever happens, happens.
0: Right. <laughs> if your phone not charged, that's the best. That's, that's pretty. All right. As long as I can hey, call over you. to get home. Let me get your number. Oh, damn. My phone died. <laughs> oh, yeah. <man>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got to call it by. You can't get nobody information. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's probably as basic as it gets for us. Like, I don't think I mean, I don't want to speak for all men, but just right now, I guess we kind of are in a way, but we, that's all we have to think about now from Whoa, what we just know really quick and see. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so I
3: just want to throw something in there. Like, you know, back when I was single, you know, way, way back then. Uh, I mean, now I'm, I'm, whenever I go out, I'm just, you know, thinking about my girlfriend cause I love her and she's the most beautiful person ever. You hear that, baby? Okay, good. (laughs) Uh, But even when I was in college, and, you know, Ron can attest to this and some other people can, I was always just looking for a good time. Turn up and to have fun, make it home, eat some Gumby's uh, Pokey Sticks or whatever else was open. Oh, Minna's uh, on state campus. But I did have a lot of friends, and I think, like, some of my cousins who were so... Focused on finding a girl. Oh my God, we gonna find these girl. Oh, we gonna talk to them. Oh man, look at her over there. Oh man, and it got to the point where I hated, and I still hate, hanging out with those people because my thing is like, I always looked at it like a night out was for fun. It was for all of us to be together, have fun, and if something were to happen, cool. But I do have, and I do know a lot of people who felt like, no, it was a mission. It was almost like a job. Like, I'm putting in work right now because at the end of the night, this has to happen. And to your point, like, how would they get ready for it? I mean, they put on this cheap cologne. They put on whatever they thought was fly at the moment. And, like, we've all gone through, like, some different fashion statements. So I ain't going to even talk about that because I know it's pictures out there. But uh, we would do all that stuff. <laughs> and the biggest thing that you had to prepare for was, like, hey, Make sure you got a condom in your pocket. Make sure you uh, got some money to buy a drink for her. Um, make sure that you got like a plan B to stay somewhere if you need to bring somebody back.
0: <laughs> that was always the
3: thing. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so much work. Like, <laughs> I don't, that's how to plan all that stuff. But I do know like, and I, I still like, every time I think about it, I'm like, I don't ever want to hang out with those people. Cool people outside of that but it was just like man you putting so much pressure on finding somebody tonight that it almost like scares me to know like not that these people ever did that but i know there's other people out there like that who i don't know like what would happen if you were unsuccessful and that i think about that differently now than what i did back then so that's my viewpoint
0: that's true and we never think about it like I have a lot of um, cousins and, of course, my girlfriend. And, you know, I have all these women in my immediate family or that are close to me. And we always give, you know, women a hard time of, like, y'all take forever to get ready. Like, you know, it's time to go. And they just start to put their makeup on, all these little things. But if you really think about it, just besides that part of putting on makeup, finding their outfit heels whatever that goes on top of that now they got to start thinking about all right scenarios do i got my pepper spray um do i got all the numbers i need to call if something happens or if i'm walking by myself and you know i need someone to call who's gonna be awake at that time to talk to i'm walking uh what route am i gonna take well i can't take this route that i usually take to work because at this time there's these you know dudes out there um all these things are going through their head and that's before they step out the door yeah Hmm. Like, that's that's before they step out of the door. talk about, you know, as a, as a black person, we have to think about this. This is almost, as, this is exactly the same thing as women. They got to think about their protection when they walk out the door. Like, am I, who am I going out with now? Am I going to go out with my girls? All right, let's make sure we got the right girls. We're going, like, you know, in case something happens, we got to find out, oh, you know, Ashley, whatever, she's the, the one who's responsible. we going to make sure she got all the numbers and all this stuff. And, like, people think, they have to think about that stuff. And for us guys, we just go. And that's why I was trying to say, like, before I get into this conversation, like, start thinking about it now in a woman's perspective or what they have to deal with when they step out into the world, um, and why that, you know, they shouldn't have, they shouldn't be able to just to leave their workplace, they should be able to leave their home, wherever they are, just like us, and not have to worry about it. And that's that privilege we, as men, don't think about at all, um. And we all fall victim to it. You can't, like, that's just reality. And now is the time for us to start thinking about the steps, the changes that we need to make as men to, one, help protect our women, and, two, to educate the people who are following us. And um, so <clears throat> that's leads into the next question, as in what do we do to encourage this? Um, what are you guys' thoughts on that? What do we need to start thinking about? What do we need to start doing? Why do you start throwing out there on these things?
4: Yeah, so I think from a teacher perspective, I love what um, Michelle Obama said. She said um, when she was doing a talk. You know, everybody loves Michelle Obama. She yeah. said, um, "She said we raise our girls, but we love our boys, right?" And I think what she meant by that is that we don't really give boys um the going out talk right the we don't give them all the rules and you can't do this and can't do that and can't do this as it pertains to interacting with the opposite sex aside from the birds and the beads uh, which we're still struggling with that right <laughs> so I think that uh, <laughs> can we be real about it I think that you know as <laughs> as we think about, uh, what it means for that, like, like we just we we just love our boys, and so like for me as a teacher, when people say, "Oh, boys will just be boys," like I take that statement and I throw it out the window and I run over it with a car because for me, that is doing nothing but allowing um, boys to um allowing them the space to not take accountability for their actions, right? Boys will be boys is nothing but a scapegoat, you know what I'm saying? And so for me, as a teacher, I am like constantly, especially in a all-boys school, getting rid of this statement because it inherently fuels rape culture. Um, and so in my classroom, I'm constantly centralizing women's stories so that they get a chance to, um, you know, see different types of women. And they um, they get the opportunity to um, speak about uh, women's experiences, um, and not to replace the women that they see, every, you know, on love and hip hop or things like that, but um, to give a different perspective. And as a teacher, it's my job, and I consider myself to be quote unquote woke, so I'm a work woke. So that they, so I, so I can constantly challenge them and their thinking, that they're not above um, women, and that when they speak to women, um, or how they speak to women, is um, it's it matters, um, and it's a reflection of their character, but also making sure that they are not putting women in a particular uh, dangerous space by their thinking. Um, at an early age and getting them to be more critical as they grow older so it's really all about metacognition right so it's like am i thinking or am i acting without thinking or am i actually like being more cautious because i'm aware of all these social and societal factors that that define these gender norms um and these really real statistics in our country
3: pat can you spell can you spell Um, that for me Matter of what? The matter who? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to expand my the vocabulary. Like, I'm going to get there one day. <laughs> that boy preaching though. I love that.
4: Yeah. No, I'm just, that's just a little bit, you know?
0: <laughs> so Patrick, so like working at a, an all boys school and in those cases where these, all they're interacting is with other boys. What are some, have you had to like have teaching, a teaching moment where, I guess my question is what are some of the, the young men's um, ideas or of what a woman is or what women do uh, you know since they don't necessarily interact with them all the time except when they go home and they interact with whoever like their mom or whoever is around them and and humans, but right at school and the, in a in conversation with other boys is different.
4: and it's funny that you say that because we view our mother as like not a woman. I'll just be honest and say mm. that we don't view our mothers as women. We view our mothers as mothers,
0: That's and so, so when true. we
4: interact with women, we don't we don't see our we don't view our mothers as such. And so, like for me, our boys, though we're in a school that is all boys, they still interact with girls at the parks, at the movies. Um, at all these different places, right? And so when they when they sometimes make the mistake that all of us as men have made, which is to talk about girls in a material sense as something that, that they can buy or win over, um, I constantly remind them of their mothers, right? So it's just like, how would you feel if someone talked about your mother in that, in that mm-hmm. way? Is your mother not a woman? Is your mother not a girl? Right? So it's just like, well, when we kind of tie that together, that makes it more realistic for them. Um, As it pertains to, like, women are not um, dolls that you can get from Target and take home with you whenever you like. That's not how you would like like for somebody to view your mother. Right? Um, Women are not... Things that you can pick up and throw away, and choose over um, in a nonchalant kind of way. They're 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 not only women, but they're human beings. Um, right. And so, through teaching and through like these candid conversations, I'll, I'm challenging them as men to use their metacognition skills to think about the way that they think, and so then they can act in a way that is best aligned to their character.
3: No, I think you hit it there because, I mean, you could even... I I have sisters, and I probably don't think of them as women. I just think of them as my sister. And, you know, we are brought up, and you often hear people or adults say, man, would you treat your mom like that? Or would you say that to your mom? Would you say that to your sister? And it's almost like, well, of course not. They're my mom and sister, but I don't know you. But if right. you, if <laughs> right. you really, right. yeah, if you really <laughs> yeah. made it, like, they are people. Like I made the joke earlier, but it's true. Like you even look at teachers, and you think of some of the, and not to take this into a different yeah. route, but you think of some of the disrespect right. uh, that is uh, shown to teachers, and you think like you almost don't consider them people. You consider them oh, I'm paying them to do this. I'm paying them that they're a teacher. I don't have to respect them. They're not a person. It is. So you got to come back (laughs) next week. (laughs) But, But I think that's a great point. It's like, you know, actually looking at a person and seeing them as such and seeing that, hey, they're just like, if you need to respect a woman, do you respect your mother and yeah, there are some people out there who don't do that, but we not talk, we, we'll not We talk about y'all later. But like, look at it like, would you ever, ever allow someone to talk to your si- sibling or mother like that? Would you ever talk to your mom or sibling like that? Or go even further, if your mom were in the yeah. room, would you say something like that to another person or allow her to hear Absolutely. you talking that way? Um, I that's think- really deep.
4: I would just say that intersectionality is such a hard skill to learn. Um, I didn't learn about it until college in a, in a group that I was in. And to actually see somebody as their whole self takes a lot of fucking work. <laughs> like, not only am I do I have to see you as a woman, but then I have to see you as a black woman, as a black woman who lives in this particular area. like, And then I have to adjust mm-hmm. myself accordingly accordingly, right? I have to code switch accordingly. And so um, it is very hard work but it's the internal work that we have to do in order mm-hmm. to, to make people feel safe. To walk around in the street, to be able to walk to their cars at night, to be able to go out with their friends and not have to fear that a man is going to overstep their boundaries. Right. I think that You know, rape culture is this thing that we are like have made very overly complicated, but it's very fucking simple. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like no means no one. And then two is just like, be fucking respectful.
3: Say it one more time. Say it one more time (laughs) for the people in the back. No.
4: no. And then be fucking respectful. You know what I'm saying? Like communicate in a way in which you want to be heard and, and communicate. In a way that where people can hear you and respond and respond, right? Not that they that, that right. you're just communicating, but you should actually stay for someone's response and then, you know, communicate effectively. I mean, these are skills as these, these are those soft skills as adults that we take for granted, but we actually need more practice with them and that these are actually costing people their lives. Their whole ass lives. Their black ass lives. You know what I'm saying? And so like it is so critical as a man, as men with this societal privilege that we go back to the drawing board and we figure it out for ourselves and then we tell our nephews and we tell our uncles and we tell our dads that we have to really go back to the drawing board and then we have to go back and approach these women um, with the respect that they so, so deserve, that they so deserve, and they've been have deserved, right? Um, it's, yeah. it's hard work. It's not as hard as we're making it, but it is work that's necessary. It's necessary work.
0: I think you. you bring a good point about going back to the drawing board, and I guess something we can talk about is um, pertaining to the Black culture, and also, like, for me coming from uh, a different culture, um, why it's so hard for us to speak about it. Um, I know I can speak for myself as far as growing up in Uganda and being in my culture, also a Rwandan culture, it's like no one talks about it. And if it happens, it's brushed under the rug. It's more of like, you know, which... we're always taught growing up and this is like across the world, like, you know, respect your elders, like, you know, um, do this, you know, if you're, are your elders, you have to listen to them. You have to do this, do this, blah, 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 blah. But there's a point now where it's like, yes, I respect my elder, but I should not be afraid to tell my elder if they're doing something that, that isn't, that is hurting me to stop or that is, you know, not okay on my end to stop. And like, You find, you hear these stories of grandpa was touching his granddaughter in the wrong way or sexually harassed him. And then when the granddaughter goes to his parents or her parents and says this, they're like, that's her grandpa. Don't talk about him like that. Mm -hmm. He would never do something like that to you. Or if that's the case, they'll like take him, take her to the grandparent and say, you know, Grandpa wants to say I'm sorry. He wants to say sorry, and this is all hush hush. No one knows. Can't tell us about the community. Can't tell to nobody. And here, give him a hug, mm-hmm. and things will be better. And these are like six, seven, eight year old girls that have to go through this. And so, like going back to the drawing board. Star Spot also saying we need to have conversations from the start. Like I don't know why. I don't know if it's this, and I hate saying all this time, like, society tells tells us to do this, society is drawing us to do this, but, like, black culture, why is it so hard for us to talk about? Just, like, on top of mental health, stuff like that, why is it so hard to talk about it? And then also, when we do talk about it, why is it so hard for a lot of people to take it seriously, you know? You see all these these women who have come out, they're white women, and it's, like, boom, like, it's on the media, in the news, in this, everything, and then... The one black actress that comes out and says something look is it Lupita, right? Lupita. And he, Harvey Weinstein, that's the only woman he says, eh, I don't know about her. She might, I don't remember that really happening. And there, there is this, the thing, like, she wasn't taken seriously. Like, she said something, but this, the guy who was, who committed the crime was like, nah, bro. like, with her though, I don't know. But everyone else is taking. seriously. So, it's just those are the questions I have, is like, where do we start the conversation? How do we start the conversation? How do we keep the conversation going? Because this past couple of months has been in our faces, but now it's starting. To, I feel like because just this, the way entertainment and social media is, it's yeah. starting to hush. We need to keep it up at that same high level as it started. Yeah. The hashtag me too. All that stuff needs to stay at that high level, you know, until it, something happens. Yeah, I guess I guess yeah, so start,
3: start us off. I say, one, I don't think this is just a black people opportunity. I do think this is uh, goes across all different races. I mean, the proof is out there. I think that we all, as people, this is something that we all share, that we all can do better with. And where do we start? I think we just start by teaching our, our young... Uh, our peers you start there honestly you start with your friends or people that you probably associate with every day and then you start by going to those who you're responsible for if you have kids or you have kids who look up to you and you teach teach both of those people how to be respectful of everyone because what i don't want to like um, um not acknowledge is that is the fact that hey this this happens. It's not just boys versus girls or girls versus boys. This happens with boys versus uh, boys or men versus men and women versus women. So if we could teach or or set expectations that our friends, our kids, our, our nieces and nephews are to treat every single person with respect. And not only that, but we also lead by example with that. So I mean, I know I've been in situations where my friends make inappropriate jokes. And, you know, I may not laugh or I may laugh, you know, and I, but I never say anything about it. And I never say that's not okay. Or, you know, you do know that that's not. You shouldn't be saying that. Um, like, it, all, it doesn't have to be like this grand, big thing that we all have to do. To Patrick's point, I think it's fairly simple, which is like, just you could call you can call out your boy when he when he says something that's stupid. You can tell your little yeah. I got a I got a nephew. I can tell him like, hey, you know, be respectful. Don't 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 do that or make sure you, you treat this person with respect. It, it it can all start with you. Like if we if we all take it on, um right there that'll that'll solve a lot of the problems.
4: Yeah. I would definitely say two concrete things that we can do is um, one, always tell, tell people why, right? So when you are saying, no, don't do that, or you should do this, you should always give the explanation of why, especially to children, because um, we're, we're, we're currently raising the internet generation um, and they need to know why, right? They, they are no longer the, because I told you so generation. And they—that's not them. That's not one of their characteristics. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's not Absolutely <laughs> not. They need to know the reasoning why, and they need to, you know, you to be serious about it. And then they'll say, "Okay, that 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 makes sense." Or they'll ask you follow-up questions, and you should be willing to answer those. Um, I think also for younger children, we we gotta make sure that we're telling them um, the difference between good touches and bad touches, right? And so like. Just because you're a child doesn't mean that everybody is allowed to hold and touch and hug you. You know what I'm saying? Um, And that children should know and, and that we as adults should be telling them what the difference between a good touch is and a bad touch is. And if someone is giving you a bad touch, then what should you do as a child to protect yourself or to call for help? Um, those are two things that you that you can do for for children. Explain why, and then actually sit down and let them know what the difference between a good touch is and a bad touch is, and what good and what respect looks like, and sounds like, and what it doesn't look like and sound like as well.
0: Ron, you still here, man? <laughs>
3: Oh,
2: yeah, I'm still here with
3: you. <laughs> <laughs> you y'all been hitting the nail on the head, man. Keep cooking, right? <laughs> I mean, Patrick been preaching, okay? He gave a sermon, and I'm already ready for the collection plate to go around.
1: <laughs>
3: like, <laughs> it's time message. I appreciate
0: it. Yeah, but it's so true. It's so true. So, so what y'all think about this? Um... Yours tend to hear. I guess this is two scenarios. You can put. So I'll give you this one scenario where it's more of like you hear this a lot. So you know these people go out. This uh, this couple goes out, and not even a couple. Maybe they're on a date, first time meeting, whatever. And there was no intentions of hooking up or you know having sex. It was more of like a casual going out for drinks or a movie or whatever and then um, things get heated and end up hooking up and the next day you hear that morning after regret and most of the time um, you hear saying like well you know and this is more of like where the guy is now the victim where it's like well she was okay with it and now like, I didn't force her it was cool but now she feels bad the next morning and now she's saying she he harassed her. Um, you hear those stories a lot, and I always wonder like how do you have those discussions? Because if you're gonna have those discussions about you know how to treat you know others with respect and all this stuff, how do you talk to people about those situations where it's like you're gonna meet people who are gonna take it who are gonna wrongfully accuse you? And I always wonder how do you talk to someone about that because you hear that with athletes a lot you know um for instance like and i and i never want to take away of course the um the truth it kind of when you hear those stories like it almost like it affects those who are really hurting from it who are real like you know victims of sexual harassment if people are lying but how do you tell like uh, a kid a student who, you know, is now – I'm going to use this example because this is what I see all the time, you know, and we see that Michigan State a lot with these athletes, um, you know, come in. They've never had – you know, they've come from a rough place or, you know, a place where they've not – they've had to work for a lot of things. And now they're in this atmosphere. They're the best player. They're getting all this attention. You know, all these girls are throwing themselves at him. And, you know, and they go out, and then the next day they're in a case. They caught a case. And so you can't go around and telling them, of course, like, you know, you can't be messing with these girls because you never know. Um, So what would you say? What would you guys think would be the best thing to say? And of course, this can vary in a lot of different um, replies. But I always think about that because not all guys who are out there are doing this. And sometimes they're wrongfully accused. And some of them, it's hard because the reason I'm speaking on it is because once – as much as we want to say it, once you're called a harasser or a sexual harassment or, or, you know, you did anything that can lead you to saying you're, you raped a woman and you didn't do it. Even if you, you didn't do it, your name has been tarnished. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's there now. So, like, how do you guys discuss about that? Or how do you think is the best way to discuss about that?
2: I mean, I think the simplest thing to say is that don't put yourself in those situations.
0: And, like... So, you know,
2: the wrong thing to say is, you know, don't mess with these girls because that's too broad of a statement. But when you actually tell someone, if you're going to put yourself in a situation where you may be having this type of contact with someone, then you need to be having a conversation with them beforehand. You shouldn't put yourself in a situation where it can be up to ambiguity. And then you that's how you end up in a place where you can't defend yourself when your whole life is ruined. But if you had these conversations beforehand and you're on the same page and you know that when you go into this, if something happens tonight, that you both are already in agreement... You don't have to worry about when you wake up in the
3: morning. I got a question. Like, Would you say that the number of cases that were like false accusations, How don't want to say it, Like that, that that's the minority? Like, majority of the cases are actually, they actually happened, right? Or am I looking at it wrong? Yeah,
2: majority. I think it's safe to a majority actually. Yeah. But I feel
3: like the false accusations are usually, they get the most attention. Like, oh man, you know they be lying. Oh, let's not believe them. When most of the time it's like, nah. Like majority of the time they actually are true, and I, I just feel bad for the accuser in those standpoints because it's like, well, yeah, why would I come out? Because instantly when I come out. I'm going to be vilified and people are going to personally attack me, attack my family, attack my character, and I'm telling the truth. <laughs> and it's all because of like these bad apples and or I don't know bad apples is the best isn't? But like I I I just wish that people would focus more on like if you are, let's say you are fortunate enough to be a star athlete or a star actor or way more relevant these days, a star newscaster, Matt Lauer, are we looking at you, uh, you get this great opportunity to make all this buy, money buy a man, and do all this stuff, and yet you are acting in an inappropriate manner with some, a lot of different people uh allegedly i don't know but <laughs> you you um you have a responsibility there to one act right okay act in the right manner and then two protect yourself so if you feel like you're walking in a situation where you can be wrongly accused of something then you probably shouldn't be in that situation and how can you protect yourself of of, of going like avoiding that by all cause, like by all means and if if you are I feel like you you just have to be if you're one of those people who are fortunate to be at this level you have to do now an even better job of making sure one you carry yourself in the right way you are respectful but you also surround yourself with the right people the right um, um i don't know what protection is oh my god i just saw justin Timberlake on tv that messed up my whole train of thought uh i'm sorry um, but you gotta make sure you this is why i should turn on my tv but you gotta make sure that you're acting in the right manner you protect yourself and you know put yourself around the right people that's what i was thinking
4: sorry. I, I would just say too um i don't think there's anything not sexy about asking um, the person where you're going to sleep with like you know like are we about to have sex like you know I, that's kind of weird to say but I don't think it does anything like not sexy I mean you can say it in your own like Cool way that like you know, makes it sound like you yeah, know so it's, a, it's about to go down. Hey, can yeah, we like, practice some cool it ways? It
3: so it we it we're about to hit hey, it in. Hey yo, hey, 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 should I go grab something? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm Feeling pretty good. How about you? Get the confirmation.
4: Get the confirmation. I don't
2: think it's We hear that right now, y'all.
3: <laughs> What's some other ways? <laughs> hey yo, it's it's, it's should I take off my shirt? How you feel it? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey,
1: <laughs> hey, what up, dog? No,
3: no. Okay, all I right, think right, we all having right, a good. Right, cool. right, oh, you said no? Okay. Well, I didn't want to either. Like for real. Can you leave? <laughs> 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 hey, you, you want to do this? Well, I don't know if I'm ready. Actually, I'm just, I'm ready. Okay, let's go
0: all right okay i'm done i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i mean but that's true though i mean you, you, you think about it let's even do it to dumb it down a little bit it's like i fall into this i will attest to it but like when you're when we're out the clubs that you know just going up there and just rubbing your dick up on this girl thinks she's gonna dance you instead of asking her. and it's just like it doesn't hurt to just be like hey you want to dance i didn't realize like like until I got to college, like bro, I could just literally just say, "Hey, you want to dance?" No, all right, move on. And sometimes, if you think about it, it's just like you really are just just throwing your thing out there, hoping the girl likes it. <laughs> and then, and then dance. That's That's so true. I'm saying. Just saying, like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like whoop, uh, no, nope, not that one. Off to the next one. Like <laughs> at some point, it's just like it doesn't it doesn't hurt. I mean, it hurt. It might hurt your ego. Yeah. But that's a, that sounds like a you problem. That's a you problem. That's not that's not the problem between you and the girls. Like she says no. She said no. She don't want to dance with you. Then you move on. That's so
3: true. Right. That's you true. You cannot leave with your dick. Okay, uh, don't do it. Don't do
0: it. It never works <laughs> out well. We have, a, <laughs> and history has shown, man, we do. Y'all trying to y'all trying to lie and say we don't. I was just trying to dance with what you. Think about well. <laughs>
1: That's
0: not how we got to dance. Do I have anything else to add to this? Well, you know,
3: I'm curious, like, for, the, closer remarks on for the listeners, like, where does this conversation, I know th- this is four guys talking about this issue, and yeah, we we plan to have um, a woman on in the future to speak, like, give us some different perspective, But what else do you think we're missing? What else do you think we need to talk about? Because maybe we are missing something. I mean, every week now there's something new coming out. So I'd be curious to hear from you
0: guys. Sorry, but I forgot to say this. this. Um, I think it was earlier. Patrick talked about, uh, I think it was, he was saying about communication and uh, being able to talk to people and reading people. And you always hear this rebuttal about, well, it started off good and then she didn't say anything. She was silent. Like, so I figured it was all good. It was okay. And you hear that a lot. And someone thinks um, people say that if you that you have to say a verbal no if you're into action, that body language is hard to read because people have different body languages and how to what they, what they mean and what they don't say. But for me, I disagree with that completely because you know when someone wants that, you know. And like, if you are telling me that because you, she didn't say anything or she didn't, you know, make a sound or say, you know, keep going or stop this, that you should have kept going. That's something you should be able to read with your. If you're deciding to just take that step to be intimate with someone, yeah. those are all signs because you know if it's about to go down. If your partner wants it and is all for it. There's there's no hiding, they'll know. So I saw on here, Do you guys hear those uh, sayings a lot, or comments, or rebuttals?
2: I mean, I agree completely with you, completely with you on that. Like, there's no way you don't know that you're, when you're that close with someone in that moment, whether or not they're actually reciprocating the energy you're putting out. Yeah,
3: I mean, I'm in a very a very happy relationship, and I consider it a great privilege. Anytime. That she even looks at me, so <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. You sound like you in trouble. <laughs> <the> same thing. <laughs> I'm
2: just trying to She's stay right out of right trouble. look, <laughs> but you're yeah. right. You're right. All right, so I mean, let, let y'all got so much I want to throw in it. We can go ahead and get ready to get up out of here. All right, so yeah, like, we shot. Should... Go ahead. I was going to say, so like b mentioned, anyone who who wants to add on to this, so comment on anything that we've said today or anything in the past. You know, there are a bunch of different ways you can reach us. You can always definitely go for the Gmail inbox. We check that pretty often. So that's whosmanspodcast at gmail.com. You can reach us on social media. We're at whosmans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We check those as well if you want to DM us or tag us in something that you're seeing. Or you can also reach out to us at our personal accounts. We'll mention us later if you just want to shoot us a message. If you know us, you know, we are definitely hearing some good things from you guys. So we appreciate everyone out there who's been giving us the support and the feedback. So let's just continue to do that. And if you're checking us out on iTunes, make sure you're leaving a review. If you're on SoundCloud or anything else like that, hit the like button, hit retweets. You know, just keep spreading the word. You know, we're seeing a little bit more listeners lately, but we want to definitely continue to grow Get some more ideas. Get some more feedback from you guys. So just don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to leave feedback. We want to hear from y'all.
0: Hey, so, Amen. Before... The only don't hold on, The only donation we're asking is for a like and a rate. We ain't asking you to give you no money. We don't. Want, we ain't asking you to you do anything extra. We just want a, a like, man. That thumbs up button. Just press that, and then the follow button. That's all. But if you feel and the two, need two to statements. give money,
3: I'm just saying, don't let. Don't let us block your blessing, okay? Send it to our email. All right. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> we appreciate that. Uh, but you don't got to, all right? Like comrades that's it. All right, so
2: before we can get out of here, y'all know we got to check in on these hockey teams real quick.
3: Yeah, I really want to keep doing this? Yeah. I thought y'all want to quit this.
2: No, we ain't stopping. We still,
3: we still doing our thing. Yeah. How are you guys doing? <laughs> I'll go first. You know, it's easy for me when you lead the division, okay? <laughs> it's easy when you don't lose often. Um, St. Louis Blues, <laughs> we're playing right now. I don't even have to check the score. We probably already won, and it's still time on the clock. But um, we appreciate you guys' support, okay? Uh, all of the players, I can't name one, but, you know, I, I'm with them, because we're <laughs> brothers, okay? And what I will say is, Serena Williams, I can't wait till you come back. I know that'll have nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I miss you, okay? Nothing. And I miss you, cool. I miss you, okay? Right. Okay, I'll shut up. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, well, I'm going to go ahead and say that our uh, DC Capitals are looking good. Oh, wow. um, we're in fourth place right now. Moving back up the, the little rankings. How many? Uh, out of how many? Representing us. Out of who? out of how many
3: teams? Like how many teams in your division?
0: It's looking like eight. All right. Yeah, you try you well, tried me. I thought you tried You try to catch me off guard. He, did. Huh? <laughs> he tried. Yeah, he tried. He tried. <laughs> how how many, Conrad? <laughs> but you know. I'm just going to assume Patrick's on my team because he's in the DMV area, so that's two people for the Caps.
3: <laughs> I think we should let Patrick decide on his own. And Patrick, I'm sure you would go with the winning team, so there it is. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, look, me and the Dallas
2: Stars, we may not be at the top of our division just yet, but since the last time I talked to y'all, we have gone 3-1, and one. so like I said, the season is not over. A matter of fact, 12-7, in about, what, 9 or 10 days, we come up for you, St. Louis. I think we're going to be in St. Louis, Ooh. too. And we're going to come to your hometown, and we're going to show y'all what number one was like. <laughs> okay. So be ready. Was, okay. Be such ready. a weak trash talk. A weak. <laughs> weak. It is weak. Wait, <laughs> you ain't even in the competition. I <laughs> <about y'all. laughs>
0: don't even know what y'all are uh, doing. That's... Let's go home. Let's close. All Let's right. Go home.
2: <laughs> Before we get up out of here, everyone, go ahead and tell them they can reach you at. Go ahead, Pat. Where can everybody reach you?
3: Oh, Pat said he... done. He was like, I'm <laughs> done with this shit. You can reach me at... You can reach me he at... He said they're at talking at about P- hockey. I'm done with that.
4: <laughs> at President Pat. You can reach me at, at President Pat on all social media. At President Pat. <laughs>
0: Hey, uh, pause though. Can we take what did Patrick really did was like, all right. And bye. Pat was like, I said what I said.
3: I'm done. Okay, and I'm done. Okay, I got bow ties to take off. All right, let's get <laughs> this <Okay>. out. Hey.
0: <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. But hey, right, Conrad, I recognize you. Uh, before I say that, just want to give a big thank you to Patrick for joining us today. um He's a man of wisdom. He has a lot of wisdom for being 24-year-old, and he's still uh, he's still growing, and I appreciate you coming on here, and he's so humble, y'all. If y'all really don't know President Pat, y'all need to go to his social media, because this dude he got fans. He's always had fans. Even at Michigan State, he had fans. So, go hit that follow. Go check him out, and his all, all his posts are impacting, and he's funny, of course, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hype him up a little bit. I'm going to size him up a little bit as a... Because the DMV folks be saying sice them up a little bit um, but thanks again for coming appreciate it and uh, we appreciate you for what you do on impacting these young black men mm-hmm. and changing um, the statistics that we have upon us and it starts with you it starts with the educators and uh, so really appreciate that uh, on that note a hey, y'all can find me on that Connie or that underscore Connie Um, and uh, Bixie22 on Instagram. Hey, guys. Yes, I'm talking to you fellas. Do better. Mm -hmm. Starting tonight, do better. Go out tomorrow and think about what you're doing. Think about what you're saying. Think about how you're interacting with those around you, um, whether it's male, female, children, whoever, and think twice. Will I be doing that if my mama was around? But so i be doing that if my sister was around. Um, and it's just that's, that's where it starts. And we got to step out of that comfort zone of this, you know, man, like he's saying, boys will be boys, or this whole thing of we have to realize that just like all these people are talking about um, white privilege, we have <laughs> male privilege every single day as when we step out that door. And we need to start checking ourselves and checking those around us. So that being said, hey, have a wonderful weekend and just 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 have positive vibes. That's all I can say, really. Um, I hope it's a great weekend. The weather's beautiful because I hear up in the Midwest it's kind of been like psyching people out. It's a beautiful one day in November. There's not a lot of snow, and then t- uh, tomorrow it's you know snowing, and people are cussing because they've seen their breath. But uh, yeah, have a great weekend. Don't forget to tune in. And hey. Don't be a who's man, because we're going to find y'all. Just let y'all know. Be shot.
3: Well, um, don't at me, at God, because he's good all the time, and y'all need him. Um, I want to echo Conrad. I met Pat before we recorded today, and he's now one of my favorite five people in the world. And I only follow one president, and that's Obama, (laughs) because that's my uncle. (laughs) But now I just follow uh, President Pat. Uh, so I appreciate everything you're doing for our for our kids, and I think that's really special. So thanks thanks for joining us on this podcast. And again, please send that picture of the oversized bow ties because that's personally gonna make my day better tomorrow. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All up to you, Rob. <laughs> All right, man. Well, y'all can reach me at Life on Twitter. The best place to get at me. You know, just like these guys said, thanks, Pat, for joining us. Thank you all for listening. We, we appreciate it and love you all. All right. Hey, get
0: you out. Hey, yo, Dar- hey Darnold. Oh, Darnold, really don't be long. rocking them neck bow ties. You better not be You better not be rocking them neck bow ties, Darnold. You
1: yes. <laughs>